your face closer to it this time. I guess we'll just... Because we don't have a system that, like... Oh, it's recording already. Yeah. Yeah, I already started. Uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> what are we talking about today? When you said you wanted to talk about men and women. It's such a broad topic. Well, it's more just one that, like... There's going to be a lot of, a lot of shit talking about what I have to say, but here for it. if there's a debate to be had, or there, you know, there's just differences. There is, there's constant differences. We all agree there. And we were just talking about how sometimes we have an issue coming to a decision That's very together. Often. And I'm going to let you know exactly why. <laughs> let me break it down <laughs> Tell for you. Tell me, all. baby. I'm gonna break it down exactly like step, step by step. What happens? So, obviously, in some circumstances, when we have to decide on something, whether it be a movie to watch, what to eat, yeah, um, you know, what we're gonna do that day, whatever. A lot of times. You know, we come to the standstill and we're both indifferent and it's just because of the, of the simple fact that, you know, we don't want to pick what the other person doesn't want to do. <laughs> but women, and, I, you know, I'm going to call women out, you know, somewhat uh, generally. Women often do have something in mind. You do have something premeditated that you would like to go do. And for some reason, are you saying men don't have that? I'm saying that plenty of plenty of men do. But how often do you hear a woman complain about? Uh, so you we're know, going off stats here. I'm just often what I hear. I'm sure there's like I said, there's gonna be a lot of people that con- you know have something to counter what I say, but like me. Yeah, there you go. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that I think women generally they do they're often they often feel suppressed by their their man because you know men just say what they want you know generally so the the argument's either that you feel suppressed because you're not allowed to make any decisions or that you want the decision to be made for you but it has to be the right decision because you did want something you wanted a specific movie you wanted a specific, you know, type of food. You wanted a specific outcome for a situation and you just didn't speak up. And then, like, this is like the test for your man. Pick it, but also pick the right one. I think that's... I feel like I'm, I'm just not in the category of women when it comes to this specific debate. Like, when I ask you what you want to watch, you have great judgment in movies. <laughs> and stuff, yeah. you know. So I'm just like, baby, what do you want to watch? I want to watch it, you know. Or like, when it comes to like, what do you want to eat? I'll eat anything, you know. Besides the obvious things that I don't eat, like vegetables and stuff. But you know, I'll find something to eat anywhere. So it's like, baby, what do you want to eat? What's gonna make you happy? And then I want you to pick, and I'm just like, cool. And I'm going with it, you know. Well, and just to just to add my two cents on that, 
ladies and gentlemen. This, are there, I'm very literal. Just no, like you, no, you say, I'm no, very you literal. Say you're very that literal, is literally I'm, my line. I'm very literal. No, he's stealing it and he's saying it first, even though I say it on the reg. Tell everybody how often I you say, say that. You say it very often, but I also I'm give you credit literal. that you're a literal person, but so am I. So when you say, and this may have happened, this may have happened to any gentlemen that are listening. This may have happened in your life. This may have happened for for a woman that's listening. Um, when I say, or when you say that you're indifferent, that's what comes out of your mouth verbatim, right? You say, oh, I'm indifferent. I don't care. And you kill. And then I'm like. And this is hypothetical. This not, this hasn't happened recently for me or ja- me and Jasmine. But if I go, hmm, you know, how about Mexican? That sounds good. And then you voice an opinion at that point. So if you were to say, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I want Mexican. You were not indifferent from the start. Indifferent, you're, you're not being literal when you say that. So, you know, I've heard that come out of, you know, possibly your, your mouth before. Where you say that you're indifferent, but then you voice an opinion. Spitball, that's what I want you to do. (laughs) Come on, give me some ideas. Let's make life fun, you know? Just say, tell me what you feel like eating. And I'll be like, actually, now come to think of it, nah. (laughs) You need to be prompted to have an opinion? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's. It just depends. This is very, I'm very situational. I'm going to patent that one here as well. Before he steals that one. Well, I'm situational too. And all I'm saying is that. The, the the debate or trying to come to a decision you know shouldn't be too hard but i can't all you know i guess as as a male i find it that we all struggle sometimes to, to pick and choose when we're supposed to actually just make the decision for you know I mean? And if it's eating, then I'm just like, wow, that's a very, that's a crazy thing that I'm supposed to decide we had for to you. We've fight about this before, like early on in our relationship. Like it was like, it? it was just like, you know, I get sensitive and like he wasn't really telling me what he wanted to eat for dinner that night. When was this? And I don't, I don't maybe like shortly after Duke was born. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> okay. it wasn't, it's nothing serious, <laughs> you know? And he was just like, all right then, every night. For dinner, chicken, rice, and green beans. I'm like, okay. I would eat it every night too. I mean, so would I. But also, it's just like, you know, you're feeling something today. You can't, like, do you want something? Like, I want to, like, tend, tend to you where I'm good. Like, I'm in the kitchen. Or, I don't know. Sometimes I just really don't care. Well, and I, I trust me, I'm, I'm starting to understand more, you know. But that's an actual need for women. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a need for you guys to fulfill something. I mean, I've talked I'm gonna to get other hate women. for that. Talked, but, I mean, that's I've that's what it seems like. Women who also feel this way, but word it differently. And the way that women word it is, we have to be in control of something. You're not in control of something. It's me. Right, and I guess I guess that's why I'm different because I've met a lot of women that just make dinner. You know, their husbands come home and this is for and dinner. He says, what's for dinner? Yep. And it's, already, right. it's already made. You know, there you go. Whereas Mason and I are home, I'm just like, baby, what do you want to eat? You know? And he just doesn't care. And I'm just like, well, 
<laughs> Chicken rice and broccoli. Green beans. Oh, green beans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it, too, because he, like, got mad. He had, like, more emphasis in his tone. I'm like, damn, baby. All right, then. Well, you know, it just seems like an endless circle sometimes. And and I, that's that's just why we got on the topic, because... There's many things about, like, men and women, Like, though. scrolling through Netflix and trying to find a movie with See, us? This is not Holy shit. It's never an argument. We're just... We can't, like... And I feel like we're just very similar... <laughs> So it's like, we'll find a movie and we'll be like, you know, even just reading the bios or whatever, we're just like, nah, no, mm-mm, nah, mm-mm. And like, we watch the trailers and we're like... I'm just hard to please. I mean, it's a, it's a long investment for us. We don't have very much energy. So it's like, at night, if we're going to watch a movie, I'm like, it better be good. <laughs> and then we end up wasting the whole night trying to find something. Also, we've been pretty good about finding stuff, though. Like I said, I trust Mason's judgment. We'll segue He's in. really good at we'll, that. We'll segue into what we're watching. That's what we're going to discuss. So right now, we watch Shameless. We're trying to... Okay, Lord. We're trying to finish Shameless. Or whatever. Second time for me. Like, it's long. It so is I'm long. Gonna and honestly, I don't know about y'all, but I, I kind of feel like the later seasons kind of suck. Man. We're on the way. There's a reason why I gave up on the eighth season the first time. <laughs> First time I tried to yeah, watch Yeah, that was the show. rough. Yeah, the eighth season sucked. Yeah. But like eight seasons is a lot for me, so I'm just like, so, yeah. Yeah. So there's Shameless, and then there's what? Spartacus. Spartacus. I convinced her to watch that one. If you watch, if you watch Spartacus, you know how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad whenever it was the the third and fourth season because they got you know the new Spartacus, but. It was hard for me. Yeah, that was a really rough transition. <laughs> I'm like, I really wish it was the the original guy. For a lot of scenes too, it's like extremely dr- like dramatic, you know. Because I follow as a woman, I follow on more of the emotional, you know, the investment in the relationships and stuff. And there'll be scenes where like they're close on his face. I'm like, man, I wish it was the other guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't watch Spartacus, go check it out. It's great. Great show. And then, uh, what's the other thing? Recently. Fury? That was the movie we saw. Fury was the movie that we saw. That was good. That was probably my favorite. So we've been, like, able to pin down shows and movies that we've watched together. Fury was your suggestion, actually. See, you took the reins on that one. You took the reins on it. You took control. You said, hey, you know what? This is a great movie. I'm like, <laughs> so that's a war movie. You already know I'm going to like it. Great job. Great yes. pick. Yeah. I guess it's just because, like, and honestly, this sounds kind of fucking whack, but, like, Mason's recommendations on movies are great. They're so good. Whereas, like, I've seen just so many and, like, even just ones that aren't produced well to where I don't even think my judgment on movies are really that good so i'm just like show me something he knows all like the psychological movies i'm really into that um, yeah that's my genre of choice probably love that love it it's like a movie that's worth it because i'm like learning in the process too you know you get, you get kind of <laughs> yeah. mind fucked from it you know? yeah i like that kind of in stuff. a good way in a good way like yeah. inception was a good mainstream mind like, fucker like, first started dating yeah actually yeah we had like we would just lay in bed and, and watch 
Yeah, we watched like three Leonardo back DiCaprio back movies. Back. <laughs> what was it? Inception, Wolf of Wall Street, yeah, Wolf, and Wolf. Uh, Shutter Island. That's right. It really was. It really was three of Leonardo's. Yeah. Yeah. You. She still hasn't seen Revenant. No, and I'm just like, ah, I'm very picky on like the environment and just like the era, if you will. That was that was his one award, right? I know. I have to see it. I'm like, you should probably watch it. So many people are just baffled by the things I haven't seen. I'm just like, man, I gotta make time. (laughs) No, but Inception was a good. Mainstream mindfucker. Such a but good there's movie. a lot of other Shutter like, Island too. Yeah, that was I pretty, love that one. There's a lot of other good mindfuckers though that are like that, excuse my recently, my term for it, but that's what it, the well, psychology I, I had thought do. that I had seen quite a few movies, you know, until I met you know, Mason and he was showing me things like the machinist. The machinist, yeah. That one I saw was that and was just like, Whoa. Yeah. And then um there were a few other ones. That was like an insomnia kind of thing. This one's not a mind fuck one, but like Mr. Nobody was one that just kind of opened up my brain a little bit. Mr. Nobody is so good. If you haven't seen that movie, that's probably one of the best movies out there. Like, low-key. For a male or for a female? I think just for anybody, right? I don't know. I mean, again, somebody might think it's really slow and not not that followable, but me personally, it's a great movie. I loved it. Like there are certain movies that are like like uh, Benjamin Button. Or whatever. Oh, that's another one. That's a God. great one. That's just kind of like has this like, different concepts on concepts. time and yeah. yeah. But yeah, Mister Nobody is definitely one to check out if, if people haven't seen it. Go see it right now. <laughs> All right, what else? What's new? That's something we want to do, like, often on the podcast, by the way, is, like, dissect movies. Yeah, we were talking about dissecting the the notebook. Yeah, that was supposed to be, like, our first movie review. We watched it recently, and honestly... Oh, gosh, we're doing it. No, I mean, yeah, sure, cool. That that works for me, because I can talk about it right now. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be open and say it. it's a good movie. It's got good, you know, kind of a, it's got a good thing going on about it. But a lot of it is fucking whack. Yeah, he's going to go in now. <laughs> All that shit's whack. I'm sorry, but like what happened at the end with that whole situation, the fact that she like was about to get fucking married and stuff. See, and this is where I'm sorry, but a lot of people, a lot of people, no, no, I'm just saying a lot of people in society and a lot of girls too would see that, that person in real life and they'd be like, that girl, that girl's crazy. Like, did you hear about her? She, yeah, she was about to get married, but then she went back to her high school sweetheart. Like, I always just feel like I try to put myself in everyone's shoes. So like, I try very hard to understand this person's emotions in, in the movie who she is and what she's going through i mean that's what watching a movie means right you invest in your characters so yeah but i like, just try to think about it like in real life though and i'm like how would people actually look at people they don't think like this? high school yeah. sweethearts quote unquote you know you want to look at it that way how long were they together i don't you know what i mean no. how long were they together give or take summer he was real summer and a half he was real you knew it. You saw it. A few months. In the movie. 
super real, right? All right, fast forward. He didn't like There's, her. He did, but you know well, she, she didn't, didn't know, right? She okay, didn't know. So what was she supposed to do? I, no, I'm not saying she's supposed to do anything different, right? Move on. It's over. Go ahead. He's not writing you back. We don't know what happened. It's fine. <laughs> it's over though, right? It's done. You've buried it. He's buried it. You guys have moved on. And then you're about to get married. You love this guy, right? You love him. That's what you're saying. It's telling everybody. But of course, of course, there's the few other things like he has a lot of money and your parents want in on that. Like, so there's some creeping doubts that have been in your mind about what it's all, what's all really about. Because didn't she think of money too? She said it. She said the moment she said yes to that. Got to get closer to this mic. She said. She said in the movie. <laughs> in the movie, she said the moment she said yes to that dude. I don't even remember his name. That the first person's face that she saw was Noah's. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I'm just like she knows. She knew who she really was. But this is what the problem is: is that, is that if movie? you knew who you really loved. Don't, she don't she go and marry somebody well, or true, like say true. you're going to marry so somebody. I'm, I'll agree with you there. Like She could have I mean, spared this, this guy. This is she, just common sense here. She was just thinking this was what her life was going to be. Right. Well, and I'm not even, well, trust me, I'm not. the past and it just, just I'm not you a know, hater like, or anything. Hey. I'm not a hater. I'm glad it worked out for them. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that she knowingly went back over there. Right. I mean, this is just, this is some crazy stuff. This is some stuff that you would see in a very small, small town. Like, like, I don't, like, just some kind of, what's the, I'm, not, I'm trying not to say trashy, but like, this is kind of a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? She's about to get married and then she literally bails on this guy immediately. Like, no questions asked. Bails on him. And granted, for granted, I will say this, she spent the rest of her life with Noah, so that's a good sign. Right? I mean, yeah, man, great <laughs> yeah. But she's also, like, who knows how long she's been forgetting shit, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long she's been unaware that of, of her of her previous life but she she dished out you know what i mean like you you had some commitments you had some some sort of like thing that you were tied to and i just Stop. Confidence is the sexiest thing a girl can wear. That's a topic we have on here. It's a statement that I felt needed to be possibly discussed. The word confident is not one that is highly favorable by you. Well, what do you think? Like, what defines you think? confidence? 
because confidence and cockiness gets like blended together. I feel like if you actually know who you are, you can tell the difference or just not be concerned. Well, I mean, like, I guess I just don't. There's one thing like being confident enough to put yourself out there. So just for instance doing a podcast like it takes some degree of confidence to just be able to like be alright with people listening to what you have to say but I'm not you know cocky in a sense to where I'm like oh yeah everything I say on here should be it treated like gospel or whatever if that makes all everything that I'm saying is just my opinion I'm confident in my opinion. Yeah. The podcast aspect actually scares me. Like, personally. Like, it's taken me a while to warm up to the idea of it. Only because, like, I'm, I feel very strongly about the things that I do. And I know to a lot of people that can be off putting. So, like, you know, I have been kind of afraid to, to be as verbal of my opinions more now I don't know but anyways confidence being the sexiest thing a girl can wear you know I think that what people mean by that is just knowing who you are not to get on too deep of a level or anything but I think when someone just really knows what they're doing And and this particular quote is in a positive aspect. Confidence, because it's a good thing, right? Sexy, if we're translating those two words to be together. I agree with it. If you're confident, I think that people notice. Do you think that's by like... Like, who do you think are the most confident... I can't answer that. I don't. That I can't sense. say that. I think of a, a person in specific and go, "Wow, that person's so confident." Well, I feel like whenever people, I think of like confident women, they think of like celebrities or something. Yeah, like just Nicki someone... Minaj, like a confident female. Too. I mean, maybe t- some people might say that Nicki Minaj is confident for them. She's she's the one that did WAP, right? Anyway, the ones that did WAP, they're considered like confident, right? I guess it just depends on your definition of confident. But like I mean they're talking about wet ass pussy and dip, you know? I mean, yeah, and, and I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to y'all. Like I love or, bro, what is it, music the... surfacing that's normalizing the vagina. Let's just say that. In a in a sense where it's <laughs> you know, making it okay to talk about it and stuff. But well, like, what about is it? It's Cardi who does the broke, broke boys don't. They don't deserve no kitty. I, I don't know. Maybe it's one of the lines that okay. they don't broke people, broke guys, don't deserve any um, pussy. Essentially, is what she's saying. <laughs> 
Do you agree with that? Is that a confident woman speaking here? I can't say I agree with that particular <laughs> statement right there. So Not you, think, because... you think some broke guys do deserve a little bit of pussy? I think that Cardi B or, or Nicki Minaj, whoever said that, is really, really <laughs> doing the most. Yeah. They had a. It's funny because in the song, like, it turns into like a, like it's like a chorus of women chanting that, so it's not just her voice. They're like, I know that's right, like all together. <laughs> yeah, it's a com- I, that's a confident new, female saying time, that. So this new song came out. It's called "Bust It" by, um, <laughs> or like not even just that song. It might not even have been that song, but. Every time a song comes out by a new female like rapper of some sort, just female, it's like, man, all these women, they're so angry. Yeah, they are. They're very angry. <laughs> they're like angry about fucking. <laughs> Megan Meg the Stallion is angry. So angry. She's angry about it. I mean, you know. And she's like holding it against. She's it. she's like talking about holding it against the, the like making them wait and stuff. I don't know. They're angry. I mean, you know, everything. Well, I'm not even angry. Maybe that's what it happens. You know, like all for the big A word. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, in all reality, though. It really is. These I'm are the mo- these are the confident women of our, of our yeah. generation. I don't know. When I look Beyonce, at the word confident, confident, I try to think of more like sort of like politicians. I'm just kidding. But just more people <laughs> like that. <laughs> Definitely not these people that we're listing off right now, that's for sure. You know, okay. I, I let's say like, see, this is where like Mason and I have different definitions, but like I can totally respect Cardi B, and people look at me like I'm fucking ass backwards and be like, how can you respect them? Like, I don't agree with a lot of their stances. Like, because we were talking about, was it Cardi B and like her her boyfriend? Their sort of relationship? I don't know too much about it. It might be considered old news to some people. I mean, but that's apparently, what apparently, I heard about it. Apparently, Offset was, you know, he would go bang other chicks or whatever and she's just kind of her response is like you know a dog's gonna be a dog kind of thing that's whatever like and i just thought yes yeah, so that's I, an interesting response i don't know how how many women would be okay with it i don't agree with that, that but... but like i have respect for this person because like do what you do you know and like like, but just, but just be authentic. Well, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if he's, you know, off in the night with other women and she's not getting other, Attention. other dick. No, I was going to say other dick. Oh, wow. I'm just putting it out there. If I'm she's, kidding. if she's okay with him doing that and she's not doing it in return, I don't know how like confident she really is at, at heart. You right. know what I mean? Right. I don't I know how, how, how confident that woman is in what she's saying. Because, like, I mean, Offset's not broke. True. So, I guess he does deserve Kitty, but, like, does he really deserve your Kitty? Like, you're apparently top-of-the-line Kitty. 
line, top of the line, Lord. I'm saying that's what, I mean, she's, you know, she talks about how good she is or whatever, and, and she's confident by it. So. It just took me off guard. That's all. Anyway, that was just some food for thought. We wanted to keep this one really nice and quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always like to bring up another topic. Oh, God. Social media. Oh, God. Only because, like, I have a list going here on my phone that's talking about, like, things that I should talk about. And I think it's light enough to mention. But, like, Mason doesn't have social media. Okay. And he believes, you know, that there's like a certain pressure behind having to be present on social media, if you will. Yeah. Just, um, I mean, like, I guess it's me kind of asking you because, like, I still have one. I think that I think there's definitely um, a sort of pressure behind it because if so, let's just take a minor example. If you are friends with someone on Facebook, you might feel pressured to have to say or be present on Facebook on certain days, like your friends' birthdays. You might also feel pressured to be posting something on Instagram for your friends' birthdays, even though you're already. I mean, let's just let's just think of some kind of like whack whack stuff here, where somebody might actually get mad at you, even if you went to their birthday party. They might actually get mad at you if you don't post for them on, on their birthday, too. You know what I mean? They might think that something's wrong if you don't publicly, like, say, yo, this is my friend of such and such, and such years. Look at all the fun times we've had. Look at all these pictures of us. Okay. Yeah. Even though I'm here, I've, on, I've even though I'm here lived, with you. I've lived through moments <laughs> like that with people. Okay? Even though I'm here with you. Close people. On your birthday, even though I came here, got you a gift or whatever. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Even though we have had so many fun times together that we know of, if I don't share them on this day, I have let you down in some way as a friend. Wouldn't the same thing go for not hearing from someone on their birthday? I mean... Not hearing from somebody is, is slightly different, you know what I mean? Because at least if they shout, you know, say, hey, you know, I at least remembered your birthday. Like, it's, it, I'm, I'm a person that, that doesn't remember very many people's birthdays. So you could call me out, tell me that I make excuses for forgetting people's birthdays by not putting so much emphasis on it. But I also don't give a fuck. If you don't remember my birthday, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like back. That I, I do not give a fuck if you forget it. I don't give a fuck if you don't share yeah. it. Like, I don't, I don't care. Don't care. You could literally come up to me, and be my best friend could come up to me on April seventeenth, <laughs> my birthday, and we could have fifty conversations about everything besides the fact that it, it, he never brings it up that it's my birthday, and I would not blink. Twice, I wouldn't think anything differently of that person because I'm just like, I don't give a fuck that it's my birthday. 
I don't want you to do nothing special for me. Like, to, to well, be honest, besides you. have some cake. That shifts me a little no, bit. No, well, no, no. I just want, I want cake. Like, I want good times. It only shifts me a little bit because, like, you're, just like, you're talking about your best homie. No, no. I was just like. You want your best no. homie. Okay. Right, I'm letting people know how it is, though. Like, I right. wouldn't it's be upset. Not, right, right, right. And just, like, coming from experience, I've had people that. So, I've been an avid person of, like, posting on social media. I. For one, have learned to wrap my mind around using it for own personal use, meaning I don't have the time to sit in a scrapbook. I always have my phone with me. I record videos. I post them on my story. I then tag them to my highlights. I go and look through these things frequently. It's there for me. I don't really care who watches it, how many people. That stuff doesn't matter. I don't always post on my feed anymore, but like that shit's whack now, like the algorithm and stuff. So like, it's all about the videos and all of it is for me. I try to keep it that way, you know? So that being said, like I couldn't ever do away with it. I mean, I have like 68,000 photos on my phone. There's no way of like properly organizing it all. Yeah, you gotta clean that up. No, <laughs> I want to. At the end of the day, I just think that, like, it's something silly for people to get upset about, but social media is there, and it presents that pressure. I don't think it's social media. I just think it's people. I mean, I think that people are, are even I. I just think it's people. I'm still addicted to social media, you know what I mean? Like, in, in, in some way, shape, and form, I'm still on there to get information, to see videos of stuff. This is me bringing up a whole different topic now, and I'm just, I totally want to bring up shrooms because, like, for me, it it changed my mindset on social media completely. What triple shrooms? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Why? What did you go through? I mean, just in this particular particular topic, it just, I mean, it showed me just how bad it is. I mean, I don't mean to be that person. That's just like, like. Okay, so I used to care about my image on social media as a mother. There's this actual group of women that have their Instagrams look a specific way for Instagram. And, like, their moms and their good moms, you know, curated. They, they do everything homemade. And, like, for a long time I cared about fitting that image as an Instagram person. You know? And, like, hold on, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about shrooms. Yeah. yeah, and so like these women, <laughs> I know we're like spacing out. Like, uh, just we're stoned, by the way. But like, um, like these particular women, including myself, so I, like I understood it at the time, like prior to doing shrooms. But it's like these women are just hardcore, no screen time. They don't need TV, no iPads, and it's like. I agree, because it was just like, it's not necessary, you don't need to distract the mind like that, you know, use it, you know, like, because every time I would give my kid an iPad, it would be because I'm trying to do something, like, go be a zombie, you know, so, like, that's just my personal opinion, you know, not trying to be, like, for or against it completely, Um, but, like, you know, when I tripped shrooms more on a, what was it, like, four point grams yeah something like that yeah and that's the truth it really <laughs> just it 
it really just showed me that it's the invention of it and what it's become now is just more like there's good to be found in social media this has been my battle of like trying to understand where it can be used to better my life like my business and how i reach out to people aka podcast or just being a good person but like outside of that what it's done is just it's just more negative it can be scary you know i don't know how to really talk about it on more of a chill level i feel like i'm just too extreme when it comes to specific things like i mean i I struggle with it i struggle with it too but i have it and like i said i learned to focus my brain on it to have it for me no to where i'm not concerned about people (laughs) besides people that like message me and like i get really moved by the people that message me and they're just like hey i actually got a message today and I'm probably not going to get into this particular topic, but someone was just like, I posted a um, story this morning, me hitting my bong, um, wake and bake. It's just something I live by. I wake up in the morning, and one of the things I look forward to is smoking weed, you know, first thing. And yeah, somebody yeah. <laughs> messaged me and was just like, hey, I'm a new breastfeeding mom. Like, I really want to know your stance on it while breastfeeding. and Just fucking smoke it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> There's your stance. That is definitely, I mean, yeah. I, uh, huge supporter of marijuana. I mean, you know, like, we take tolerance breaks. We, we try. Yeah, we, we do. We succeed. We succeed. Uh, they're not long, Look, but they're increments not, of see, time. I, and to people that are just not knowledgeable on marijuana, it's like, I can't even listen to you say why you're against it. I just, I need you to, like, attempt to find what can work for you first. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people... You gotta, t- I won't you gotta even, do more research. I wouldn't even go There's, that far. I, a lot of people might no. just not like it. That's fine. Sure. I have not liked it, too. No. I have definitely been high and freaked the fuck out. Well, sure. But a lot of people might consistently not enjoy it i'm like hey that's fine do you not know for you. have you done your research enough to know what you're smoking and what it can do for you and and, and like you just need to be knowledgeable right learning more doing. learning more about it will help same with um i don't know how it's crazy on the conversation take these turns but shroomies too do i mean do your research because like Mushrooms are on a whole different level. I can't even. I can't even. It's one of the first things we talked about. They're they're so organic and so primitive. But the the experience itself is just, it's. I mean, it changed my life personally. Um, but it can. It, they're not. They're not something to fuck with. They're not. They're not something See, like some recreational. Hey, let's have. Like, actually, yeah, you can have fun on it, but haven't even mentioned this to mason but i've been like researching it more on just why people seek it are there like stats behind this is there like been research done i don't think there's any very much research at all i mean i know that people like marijuana for anxiety factor relieving of the pain or there's reasons why people are thankful for it so i'm just like why does one seek shrooms? I mean, mine was more like 
it was having to do more with my spiritual kind of, I guess, uh, journey, if you will. Because, uh, yeah, I'm not very religious, but I, in college and stuff like that, I started kind of going on my own little figuring out myself journey, if you will, or really setting off on it. And shrooms was uh, something that was recommended, if you will, for kind of expanding your mind and seeing things in a different way. And I definitely got that experience for sure. Uh, weed is also something that's considered, I mean, some, you know, mind altering, you know, it helps with perceiving things in a different way. That weed so. was a more milder form of shrooms. Even yeah. before hardcore taking shrooms. Especially if uh, edibles, if, uh, you know, edibles can be pretty intense for somebody, but shrooms is just a whole different, a whole different level. If you're not microdosing, that is. Like if you're taking shrooms to trip, like it's a, it's a very intense experience for many people. Nonetheless, it's not one to be played with, but it can, uh, it can lead to different realizations, I think for somebody in their life and you know I don't think it's been researched enough so it's legal in certain countries right like uh, cancer yeah they have like psilocybin truffles so what are the what are the what is the research that's been done in these cities where it's legal and people are like fuck yeah let's go do it and like I feel like this is where I should be doing some more deep digging. Well, honestly, Amsterdam, I think that they find, this is, <laughs> this could be completely false, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that they found that there's kind of less crime in these kind of areas. Now, I don't know if that's because there's more things that are legal or if it's because there's a genuine happiness like amongst the community of people because there's freedom, you know prostitution's legal there so if you ever need a nut which people need nuts <laughs> we talk about this often yeah people need nuts just humans in general so if you're not getting it then well something's something's off you know there's gonna be some something off about you i've always said that there's a a relatable between coming and sweating so uh, i mean yeah a lot of people don't work out too, so. Right. Yeah, you gotta work, work out. out. Anyway, we're talking about the illegalized stuff, though. Right. In, in our we're society. The freedom. The freedom. So shroomies. Uh, there's psilocybin truffles that you can get in Amsterdam. You know, uh, I guess psilocybin is something that's not frowned upon. It's just normal. Hmm? You're gonna. You gonna go pee right now? I mean, you can talk. I'm gonna have to split all this out. No, you have. No, 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 no. I think I, I probably will. Why? I don't know. You're Let's just see if I get it. Get it right. You're talking about suicide. You're really smart, baby. You're really good about this stuff. You keep talking about this. Um. Uh, so. I love me talking about suicide. <laughs> right now, I'm serious. Like the first thing that I like to about. is you know, not frowned upon in, in Amsterdam. And it's something that you can get from from vending machines. So, uh, 
for whatever whatever reason it's not legal here, whatever they found, whether it makes people freak out or um, yeah, sure. Thank you. Whether people freak out or they have uh, quote unquote schizophrenic episodes from this, aka hallucinations. Which I freaked out a lot. That is no it, lie. It's a power. This is a powerful substance. So people, people that don't know what it's about, like even her, she, I didn't, she, yeah. she kept saying that she, you know, she was she knew, but you just don't know until you take it and experience a trip, because it's intense, and um, not to scare you, not to scare you, because it yeah. scared me. It definitely scared me. It's it's intense enough <laughs> to where like beforehand. Sorry. Essentially, I guess what I'm trying to get down to is that in the, in this country, these things are are less frown. Everything's less frowned upon. So therefore, people come to this sort of balance with it all. Yeah. Shrooms. There's a reason yeah. why you're curious to t- to take. Uh, a drug that's not like alcohol, where it's gonna kill you. Well, a drug that's just different in general. And there's there's an anxiety behind it because of everything that you've heard about drugs and everything that you've heard from people that have taken certain drugs, or have common misconceptions about drugs. So you hear you hear the common misconceptions about shrooms, and you're like, "What? I'm scared to even go down that because I think that I'm gonna start seeing some freaky ass shit, or I'm gonna meet some stuff that I don't want to meet." Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, yeah, if you take a shit ton of shrooms your first time. You're not going to know how the fuck to deal with anything that you're going through. No. 100%. So, like, Mason definitely teach, taught me. Like, we eased into it. We started with what? Because he had done shrooms. Like two grams. Yeah. He had done shrooms a bunch of times before. We had done it together for my first time. And the first time was, what, two grams? And I did it two, three times before I did it. Yeah, two, two and a half, three. It was always just a slow increase and not because i was like afraid but i just i mean maybe even that too but i was just like just wanting to be more comfortable with what it was going to do and knowing about it then we gave her the real dose and that stuck her for sure Yeah. yeah yeah if you like i like has been it's definitely been one that I think about often still. And like, if you looked at it from an outside perspective, like Mason was there for me because I didn't know how bad it was going to be, and not bad again in the scary tense, but just like I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, and so I wasn't at first. Like I could feel it. I could definitely feel it creeping up on me. And then all of a sudden, I didn't really have much to say besides I love you because Mason was in front of me and I wanted him to know that I loved him. But the whole time, there was just a bunch of stuff going on in my head. Yeah. yeah you're definitely definitely like an internal kind of thing. But shrooms are good more so in a nature outdoors you said that's how i want to do it next yeah sure. you can get because you can get out of your body or out of your head a little bit get into your body and kind of experience like 
why it's the visuals are so beautiful on it and stuff like that. But nonetheless, tripping uh, off that amount is an intense experience because of the internal stuff too though, that you come across. Like there's still definitely times where I was outside and I'm like really in my thoughts, you know what I mean? Like just walking and just like thinking about all this shit and yeah, it just definitely I definitely recommend it and whenever I see another country that's doing fine with it being legalized. It's so shunned upon here. I'm just kind of like, I'm not really seeing the correlation because it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I just think the United States is uptight. I tell you what. Well, so there's the a whole country. there's a whole big history behind that whole the whole drug war. Different podcast. We got thirty yeah. seconds. The business. All these weeks pieces. They're going to be white. We have a different approach to this now. Um, we're going to try to start banging them out, but with extreme quality. Yeah. With the bowl. The bowl. And we're going to start playing around with some colors, too. With some, with some hand-painted stuff. Ooh. Smaller stuff. Uh, three seconds. <laughs>